Hey everyone, I am back with another video. This is Alexi Birdie. Thank you guys for joining. I am super excited to do another podcast video. I haven't done it in a while because I've been so busy. Super, super busy, that's all I'm going to say. But a quick update with my life. I did graduate from college, so that's really good. I am currently in a new home in a healthy and beautiful environment with the love of my life. And I am working as a teacher at my dream job. And everything is going really good. So today we're going to talk about the difference between good normalization and bad normalization when it comes to mental health, self-love, and red flags and green flags and relationships. I'm super excited to start this podcast with you guys. And before we start, I want us to take a 10 minute of reflection of our day. I want, to, I want us to close our eyes and relax. I want you to... We're going to reflect on what we would love to change within ourselves and what we would love to change around our environment. Okay, let's begin. Inhale. Exhale, the negative thoughts. Inhale again. Exhale, what you love to change. Think about the one thing you love to change about yourself and one thing you want to work on with yourself and your environment. Now let's reflect.
Okay, you can open your eyes and unreflect. I hope that made you feel peaceful and at ease. Because meditation is really what we all need as human beings. If I'm being completely honest. If we could go back to the time where we literally can walk around and just eat fruits from trees and be at harmony with nature and life and and not be so corrupt in this failed society with failed capitalism and failed just failed everything in society, honestly. The meditation is really is really the key of relaxation getting back with your inner self, your inner heart chakra as well. So what we're going to talk about, like I said today, is normalization, normalizing. It could be with anything. We're going to talk about a lot of different topics. So when it comes to mental health, well, before I start with that, I want I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like when you walk into a room, you just feel like you just feel like, you know what? I don't really belong here. Not in a way like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. Kind of, I don't belong here. Kind of like, I feel like my existence is in the wrong place with everybody else. Because your existence is like out of this world that nobody can really understand. If that makes sense. If you catch what I'm saying. And what I mean by that is like, our minds are so, it's built so different differently from others. And I feel like, that's something we should normalize. Because when I'm walking around outside in this world that we live in, it's like I see things that others that other people can't see. You know what I mean? Like you ever see something that others can't see and you just silently you know, think to yourself, wow, if only they knew what I see and what I can hear and what I know. <laughs> you know? And it's just so crazy because, like, growing up, I always thought I was, like, an outcast and a misfit. You know, like, the way I talk was different. The way I wore my hair was different. My outfits were different. I never really cared for designer stuff. Literally, I will go to freaking the thrift store and shop. I really don't care because as long as I have clothes in my body, I am perfect the way I am. But now everyone's like that because some people are like, no, I need the latest trends like everybody else and that's where we feel as society today is like why do we have to copy somebody else to have the their swag like why do we need to be them like where where's your own swag and the only way you can find your own identity is learning yourself each and every day and when it comes to mental health issues i feel like especially as a black woman like not just a black woman, like black people in general in the black community, I feel as though that is always swept under the rug because we're always taught to be strong-minded and you can't show your emotions because if you show your emotions, that's a sign that you're weak. You need to be strong. You need to be ahead of others. You need to be competitive. You you shouldn't feel anything because if you feel everything, then you failed as a person. 
and it's so much stress. Like, people don't understand, like, to be in our shoes that we go through so much hardship even each and every day. Like, we have to make sure our jobs isn't stolen, our culture isn't stolen, our outfits each and every day isn't stolen. Like, we, our identity isn't stolen each and every day. It's just so hard. Like, we shouldn't have to fight to be alive each and every day. And that can affect ourselves when it comes to our mental health. Because growing up, I never was taught to be me. I was always taught, you know, how can I put this? Like, for example, my mother would always give me white dolls as a kid. She'd always be like, oh, you know, black dolls are ugly and white dolls are pretty. Or make sure you date a white person because they treat you better. And nothing against Caucasians. Like, I love everyone. I'm very open to everyone. I have nothing against anyone so I don't want to offend anyone just example my experience and then like she'll always show me she'll always give me like perms in my hair to make sure it's straight and make sure it's pretty just like killing off the roots of my ancestors that want me to grow naturally as a person and I always lost within my own identity and that's why growing up I was always you know trying to copy other people's or struggled to fit in like because I never knew where I belonged because my mother never showed me as a black woman herself never showed me how it is to love myself as a black woman to love myself within because honestly we got to understand that our parents go through things as well growing up so whatever they face as children they're going to put it on us and I feel like that should that's a generational curse we should really end because we shouldn't go through what our parents went through and we shouldn't go we shouldn't put our kids, our future children, hardships of what we go through as hardship. And, yeah, so, like, growing up as a black woman, I was always picked on for liking things that are different. I was never taught to stick up for myself. I was, a, I am a very sensitive and big-hearted person. And as a black woman, we shouldn't show that because we're always told that we're always angry and we're always, like, we need to be tough all the time. And it's, it's hard. Like, who wants to be angry and mad all the time? Like, I don't. Like, that causes wrinkles. That causes, you know, stress and bad health problems. We don't want that. We want to live like everybody else. We want to be ourselves. We want to be at peace just like everybody else. Like, it's stress. Like, nobody don't want that. Yeah, so it's like... Each and every day, if you feel as though that you need to hide your identity because your parents always told you growing up, please don't. Like, the way you are, and it's not even just as African-American women and men, it's like anybody outside the people of color community. It's anyone. Don't feel as though you have to change yourself to please other people. Don't feel as though that you have to fit in so you won't miss out anything. You're not missing out anything, honestly. Literally, each and every day, I see the same thing on social media each and every single day this world is so programmed and brainwashed into believing that if you don't have the latest iphone or the latest you know chanel bag or whatever you want to say that's trending right now you need that's the way of life that's not the way of life you and yourself is the only person to know how to live the way you want to live this is your life what is living in it honestly you shouldn't feel like you have to downplay or downgrade yourself to please somebody else or to please what others want you to be 
or to please your parents because they have this perception of how they want you to be because they never had that as children. That's not my fault. What parents need to understand is like, your childhood is different from mine. Just because you went through a lot doesn't mean I should go through what you went through. That's not what being a good parent is. Being a good parent is helping your child thrive and to see them better, to see them have their own story that they want to write. To encourage them to write that story. Not to rewrite their story because somebody ended your story. No. That's not how it works at all. It's not. It's, it's, it's a daily struggle, honestly. And I want you to understand that we need to start normalizing what self-love is and what self-love isn't. Because when it comes to self-love, it can be an endless battle. Because honestly, growing up, I had terrible confidence. I've been bullied so bad. I've been in situations that literally made me not want to be here anymore, if I'm being completely honest. I've been in abusive relationships, romantically, and friendships, family. And honestly, I just wanted to disappear. And I honestly, you probably feel the same way. Like, if things are really hard, you just want to disappear. And you probably think that life is good without you. And it's not. It's really not. Because as you're listening to this podcast right now, you deserve to be here. Because <laughs> you do. Everybody deserves to be here, living and thriving throughout their life. But out of all honesty, because this podcast is about honesty... Yeah, I used to go through a lot as a child. Middle school was not too kind of for me. Because elementary, you know, and it's like a eh, hit and run kind of thing. You don't really remember because you're literally a little, little kid. But in middle school, in high school, you're still a kid as well. So that doesn't count. But, like, my confidence was terrible. Like, I used to be bullied for the craziest things. And I feel like bullying is really a um, self-hate. When you bully somebody else, you're really self-hating yourself. When you bully another person, you're hating yourself in the process, if that makes sense. Like, if somebody is prettier than you and you bully them because they have prettier hair, you're hating your own hair. You're hating your own, you know, skin color. You're hating your own eyes, hitting your own nose. And because they look different and better than you, you, you're thinking, oh, I don't look like them, basically. Like, No. Is self-hatred and self-denial. That's what bullying is. When you bully somebody else and you see that, and it's, as you reflect that today, you're just like, okay, that was really, really stupid. You know? Like, why did I bully that person? For what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But, um... But, but yeah, like, growing up was always hard. Especially growing up in an environment where my parents never taught me what self-love was and what be, how to remove myself from toxic environment and what abandonment issues is as well that can really affect you and your mental health as an adult today. Because like growing up, my parents always fought and I grew up with like brothers and they always fought as well. So I grew up in an environment where arguments was the normal. Like, if arguments was around, then something, like, then that's a good thing. Which is not. Because if you have to argue each and every day to get your point across or to get through your daily life, then you really need to talk to someone 
Because that's not good. It's really not. It's not good because as you get older, it's going to reflect on your adulthood. You won't get things done in work. You won't get things done in a relationship. Everything around you will fail. And all your life is going to be surrounded around negativity. And that's not good. Because, like, growing up, I always thought that physical abuse was normal. Like, I always would watch my dad abuse my mother. And I would always think that's normal in a relationship. And when I look back at my past relationships, it was never normal. I would always think, oh, if my partner hits me or my partner mentally abused and verbally abused me, they really love me. That means... As people say, if you go through hardship with your spouse, then it's good. If you go through ups and downs and arguments, that means your relationship is healthy. You're supposed to go through that. I find that completely biased. Because why should I feel drained in my relationship? A relationship isn't a job. We need to stop normalizing that. This is not a job. If I want to be miserable, I can go to work and be miserable. I can go somewhere else to be miserable. Why would I want to be with someone that's going to make me feel miserable each and every day? That's going to question my own sanity every single day. I have to walk on eggshells every single day to make sure I'm pleasing you and not myself. That's not what a good relationship is. Like, it takes two to tango. And if you're not going to give me 50-50, then what are we then? Like, come on. People really need to stop normalizing that. And now we're going to go into the topic of red flags and green flags when it comes to relationships. We're going to start with red flags. We're going to start with, we're going to start with, with this. In a relationship, you're dating a woman or a male. In a relationship, if your partner is showing you, I mean, okay, in a relationship in the beginning, it's great. It's cute. You know, you're getting to know each other. But as soon as they show you their true color, that's when you start questioning if you should continue it. Like, my example, I remember I dated this person, and that person's parent told me, if, they, if they're treating me wrong, they're going to treat you wrong. If you're dating somebody they and they train their parents like shit, they're going to treat you like shit, too. Period, point blank. If you're a man or you're female, if you're in a heterosexual relationship or if you're in a homosexual relationship, if your spouse is like verbally abusing or physically abusing your mom or your dad, what makes you think they're not going to treat you like that? What makes you think they're not going to treat you the same way they treated them or the same way they treat their siblings? Come on. Because I've seen it. Like, I've been with someone that used to verbally abuse their parent, and then they did the same back to me and worse. I've seen someone to put their hands on their mother, even admitted to me that they put their hands on their mother and done the same thing to me. That's not what love is. Growing up, I was, I literally reflected, even my therapist told me that we reflect what our parents do. Of their relationship. Like I said, I watched my mom get abused. And she will always stay because she wanted her kids to have two parents in the household. Because she wanted that. Because she don't want her kids to grow up with no with a single mom. And I have nothing against single mothers. Single mothers are badass. Like, come on. If you're a single mom, shout out to you. You're a badass. And I love you. 
but she didn't want her kids to go through that, even though she did, because my dad was barely there. So technically she did, and I always will always find my mom as a hero. She's always the person I would love to come to for advice when it comes to relationships or anything when it comes to life in general. But anyway, when it comes to relationships, like growing up, I never watched my mom and dad say I love you to each other. It was always arguments. I never watched them come to an agreement with one another or communicating well with one another. My dad would always abuse her in multiple ways, and I always thought that was a good thing. And as I saw my mom stayed for a lot of years, 18 years they've been married, and she'd been with this man for the ups and downs. Ups and downs to the point where she lost her sanity. And I thought that mm, maybe that's what a relationship is. If if my spouse is doing all this hardship on me, then, hey, we're about to get married. We might as well spend the rest of our lives together. If I'm going to lose my mind, then, hey, that's, you're my soulmate. No. you're No, that's not what a relationship is. We're going to talk about green flags now. What green flags are, and I'm going to share my experience I am with my uh, significant other today. Green flags in a relationship, you're supposed to feel at ease with their spouse you're supposed to feel at peace with your spouse you're supposed to supposed to feel like you're with your best friend each and every day a best friend that will always give you advice to help you better yourself while you're better yourself as well 50 50 i believe in quality in a relationship somebody that's not going to take you uh, overwhelming or annoying when it comes to every simple thing they should go to for a spouse for guidance and support. Somebody that will be patient with you. That if you have an anxiety or panic attack, they want to look at you and think you're weird or you're doing too much and they're going to give up on you in a second. Somebody that's going to sit down with you and be like, look, we are a team. We are in this together. Somebody that's going to remember the littlest things that you love about life the littlest things that you love about yourself. The littlest things that you do and they find it so encouraging and they continue to encourage you. That's the green flags. You're supposed to feel at peace in a relationship. You're supposed to be so in love with living, especially with the love of your life. That's what a relationship is supposed to be. But anyway, friends family and lovers out there I just want you to know that at the end of the day you should know where you stand in life in life and with somebody you shouldn't feel like you should question your own worth your own sanity your own existence of why I'm here because let me read you something let me read you something that I've written life can be so fragile you can't possibly believe there is no purpose purpose of your existence on this earth. Yes, it can be hard. Life can even go in different and unexpected lanes. But you, but you have that power behind that wheel of your own life. You cannot expect somebody else unless they're willing to help you. But at the end of the day, you can't expect someone 
to hold the wheel of your life and control you into thinking that you have no purpose. You have a purpose on this earth. You're here for a reason. Not because of them. At the end of the day, who tuck you in bed at night? Yourself. Who closed their, their own eyes for, for themselves? Yourself. What we need to understand and normalize is that life isn't supposed to feel hard or miserable. Yes, we go through um, hardships throughout life. I'm not going to say life is perfect. I'm not saying that we are perfect. Others are perfect. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't put ourselves to situations that think is normal. Thinking that we're supposed to be depressed and sad. And we're supposed to go through these ups and down emotions and thinking it's normal. It's not normal. It's not Well, I'm going to sign off, friends and family and lovers out there. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully I wasn't rambling too much. It's been a minute. Sorry for the background. There are my dogs. Me and my girlfriend are babysitting at the moment. And I hope you guys enjoyed this, you know, podcast that I am, that I made. (laughs) Sorry. A little nervous. Um, So we're going to sign off. And hopefully I'm going to be making more of these soon. And it's going to be better without, you know, all this rambling going on. But I just want to get that off my chest. I want you to know that you are loved. You are accepted. You are worthy of anything. Anything is possible for you. Don't ever think that you don't belong anywhere or, or that nobody will ever accept you or love you. But I promise somebody out there is going to love you for everything that you are. But first, it starts with you, and then that one beautiful miracle will come its way. Only you can change your own environment. Only you can change the way you think throughout life. Thank you so much for listening, and namaste, everyone.